Optimize My Life, the ultimate radio show where we unlock the secrets to living our best lives. Now, before we dive into this exciting journey of self-improvement and empowerment, I want to take a moment to thank our incredible sponsor, The Hope Collection, for making this show possible. Their unwavering commitment to spreading hope and positivity in our lives is truly remarkable. We believe in the power of interaction, so we want you to be a part of this incredible journey. Call in, write to us, or connect on social media. We'd love to hear your questions, experiences, and challenges. Together, we'll create a thriving community of like-minded individuals, supporting each other to thrive and shine. Welcome to Generations United. When we talk about family, traditions, relationships. And I'm your special host today, Mary, and... Bob is dealing with some issues at home. And we're going to continue our talk from this morning. We're going to talk about listening to your body, listening to your mind. You ever wonder when you stop thinking about something and just out of nowhere, there's that thought in your head, I'm hungry. Or out of nowhere, some just dumb thought pops in your head. And when you're a kid, that dumb thought that pops in your head comes out your mouth. That's what we're talking about. You know, to have that relationship with your family, with your, you need to start with having that relationship with yourself. And being able to listen to your inner self, conscious and your unconscious mind. You know, there's a lot of talk about your psyche and your thought process and, you know, you as an adult see your parents working so hard and you're telling them to slow down but they don't or you yourself start feeling just exhausted and you need to slow down and as you're going through all this stuff you know and you start to think about it and listen to yourself and man you know you hear about yoga and meditation everywhere and your first thoughts in your mind are I don't have time for that or I really cannot sit and do nothing for that long. How do they just not do anything? And all these preconceived notions and thoughts, you know, my first question to you is, have you tried? And most of y'all say no. Patient is just 
quiet, learning how to quiet and control your mind. It helps you improve your concentration. It helps you clear your mind and be able to think clearly. It helps with emotional regulation. I use a lot of this stuff for my kids and for clients with kids that have issues with self-control. A lot of these kids with ADHD and problems focusing in school, this is a good tool for them or they're prone to outbursts. I'm not saying you have to sit there in a quiet room and be alone with your thoughts. Some people, that's a scary place. It's just learning how to control your mind and focus it. This is where yoga helps a lot with that. Because as you're doing the movements, you know, your instructor will tell you to focus on a spot. Real or fake. It's the same with hypnotherapy. It's the same with a lot of mind um, things. So, a lot of times when you were a kid, you know, your parents would tell you, you know, focus on me, eyes on me. You know, it's always thought to be a sign of respect. You're looking at that person. But as you're learning to focus, what you're doing is you're also teaching them control self-control. You know, as they're sitting there or standing there looking at you, you have to concentrate so hard at what you're saying or to focus on you. One, they're not paying much attention to what you're saying, but they're not bouncing around either. And this is where you start, when you start working on meditation, learning how to control your mind is It moves from like a specific spot or an object to a thought. You know, this is where the regulation comes into. You know, you always hear people say, go to your happy place. And if you don't have a happy place, you know, go to a, what makes you happy, feeling of being happy. Well, as you're focusing so hard on that thing, it helps slow your mind down. And as you're focusing on the positive, it helps you still everything and have that tranquility, that calm, that happy. And this is where we talk about the mindfulness. You're being present. You're being aware of what's going on around you. But with mindfulness, you're not judging. It's basically like you reading a book or watching a show. Um, the easiest way to describe this is being a TV reporter. You know, how they can turn around and talk about the worst thing in the world and not have any emotion when they're doing it and then instantly flip to something really happy. And no emotion. 
like that. You're not judging, you're not saying, you're just, it's a matter of fact, it's just logical. And when you stop, you look at everything as a matter of fact and not as an emotion base, it'll help you reduce your stress and give you more clarity to be able to resolve those issues. You know, bad things happen. Process to that next step and stops you from just focusing on that one thing. Learning how to meditate, you become better at it. It helps reduce, because you're not emotional. Your, your emotional aspect of your mind is what causes the stress. It's the same way of explaining why serial killers are psychopaths and how they can do what they do. Because it is, to them, a logical point, not an emotional point. So they don't have that stress and that worry of being caught or doing something bad. You don't have that voice behind you saying this is wrong. And as it's promoting that sense of calm. And as you're going through this, you know, you're gaining insight and you're being self-aware of yourself. It helps Insight into your thought patterns, your emotions, how you react to things. And as you're learning how you react to things, it becomes you become so more aware of it, you become more aware of your responses to things. So it helps you stop and make it more a logical standpoint. And depending on your practices and what you're doing, it'll also help you with empathy and compassion. Which will help with those relationships. You know, it'll, as you're opening up your mind, you're starting to, you know, look at things through a different perspective. Focus your attention on a, a particular object. You know, it could be something as just your breathing or a particular phrase, you know, it's a lot of times why you hear them do that, hmm, or um, you're, and you're focusing on that, and you're focusing on your breathing, if you're training your brain to be able to focus for long periods of time, you become more disciplined, and when you learn how to do that, you become less prone to distractions. You're able to focus on everything that's going on and not just for the next tiny object that's in front of you. When you're starting out to doing this,
and help have a buddy with you to help you. And as you're working through this, it helps develop your mindfulness. That you're learning and observing your thoughts, your feelings. You're doing this on a logical standpoint, not an emotional standpoint. You're not judging. It's just, oh, I'm hungry. You become more aware of when your mind wanders into all these different thoughts. And you can consciously train it to bring it back into the present moment. And as you're learning how to do all this, it reduces that chatter in your brain. The thoughts, the worries, the distractions. It helps you think more clearly. This is where, as you're learning all this, it helps with your emotional regulation. It helps you not react emotionally, you know, it helps with not having those emotional outbursts, especially with kids. It helps calm everything down and reset. And neuroplasticity. It actually helps change the brain structure and your function. It increases your your connections and makes opens your mind. You're thinking out of the box. You're able to adapt more to your surroundings. Private number. So when we start talking about meditation, listening to your body. Let's go from the beginning. How do you start doing something like that? And the first step is finding a place that works for you that you are comfortable in. And a quiet place. And you look at people that meditate in movies and they're sitting there in uncomfortable positions. Or you think that's uncomfortable. All you need to do is be comfortable. If it's sitting in a chair, if it's you know, um, laying down, whatever's comfortable and works for you. Thank you. 
sorry about that. We're having some small technical difficulties. And so, um, As you're going through this process, you're learning how to listen to yourself. No, I started getting into meditation and getting into um, yoga and all this because my kids found it. My daughter did. She started getting into it. And so when she gets, she has anxiety issues. And so whenever she gets anxious, what will happen is she'll go sit and well, mom, I'm meditating. She'll go, Mom, I need to calm down. And she's learning on her own to do this. And that's why it's so crucial to listen to yourself and your body and be open to different surroundings and different areas. Because this is a natural fix to help you through your daily life and listening to your body. And as you're going through this stuff, you learn to listen.
so that you can have that clear head and clear thought. And listening to your mind, listening to you, and having that open, non-judgmental conversation is key. We live in a world where we have to push ourselves so much regularly that the point of exhaustion. We are so abundant, throwing so much stuff at us that we're always drawn by things. And we have to learn to be able to just stop. And the old saying is, smell the roses. And all that that means is that you have to just be able to sit down and and understand what's going on and enjoy life. And listen to what we're you're talking about. You know, we're being surrounded by being and being told that you know all. The only good emotion is happy. All emotions are is our minds, our brains telling us something's not right or something's going on or it's just giving us more information. Well, you know, you're worried about something, or your mind's racing and worrying and we're told that's a bad thing. Your brain, the only purpose it has is to keep you alive. That's it. So through meditation, look at the whole picture. It helps when you know you start having these anxiety issues or these thoughts and these feelings. It helps for you to figure out what your mind is trying to tell you. And we're prepositioned from particularly the minute we're born, that emotions are are just there. We're, we're taught to ignore them. You know, when your kids are born, you they start crying. What do you do? You shove something in their mouth. Give them a bottle. Change their diaper. Give them a hug. You know, we talked a lot about this on the show yesterday about, you know, you're so wound up. You're so frustrated. You're so upset. You're holding it in, you're holding it in, but the minute someone gives you a hug or pats you on the back, you lose it. And that is that anchoring. You've associated that. That's your release. So that's, you know, when you were a kid, your mom would give, or dad would give you a hug and tell you it's okay. It's a soothing mechanism. Listening to your mind and understanding what's going on around you is crucial to survive and live that happy life. not to be surrounded by everything all the time. It's okay to slow down.
And there's so much that you can do. 